coins, blockchains, NFTs, DAOs, virtual and augmented reality, electric vehicles and self-driving, autonomous technologies and artificial intelligence. Because 2020 and 2020 Resurrected were hella ugly, brutal even, but they moved us forward each in their own way. And 2022 looks like it's going to push us closer to some aspects of the future and maybe even finally deliver on a few of them as well. Because these are the absolute biggest, hottest topics in tech. And I'm going to talk about where and how Apple's playing in them today. I'm Renee Ritchie. YouTube says 70% of you watching still haven't subscribed. So hit that button and bell so we can build the best community in tech together. Let's start at the most imminent and then work our way further out. Virtual and augmented reality. Immersive and optimistic interfaces. This, along with automation, is one of the very, very few future-facing subjects Tim Cook is typically more than happy to discuss because they aren't actually products. They're core technologies like LCD and OLED displays. Moving from CRT to LCD let Apple make iMacs thinner than ever before, but it also let them make iPhones and iPads, which they could never have made before, not with CRTs. Screens were never the product, but they enabled almost all the modern products. Same with VR and AR. There'll be an initial product for sure, like there was with the initial LCD iMac. Two products, actually, but eventually it'll all just be integrated throughout the entire product lineup. The further out of the two will be the AR glasses. There's just so much tech that still needs to mature for those to become a reality. Similar to the Apple Watch, they'll be lighter, but also more dependent on the existing products for heavier connections and compute tasks, at least at first, but that'll improve over time and the killer feature will be convenience. Forget not having to reach for your phone when you get notifications or want glanceable information. You just need to raise your wrist. It's always just a watch glance away. But now you won't even have to raise your wrist anymore. Those notifications, those glances will be right there, always there, already in your field of view, right on your glasses. But closer up will be the VR headset. Not the one from a few years back that Apple was reportedly working on with Valve until Johnny Ive just drop-kicked the concept of a headset tethered to a brain box right off the table, but a fully self-contained system, which is now just way closer to being a solved problem. It's even got former senior vice president of hardware, Dan Riccio, running it 24-7, the exec previously in charge of shipping iPhones every year on the year, ROS, a reality operating system, dual 4K displays and spatial audio streams driven by something akin to an M1 or M3 chipset and a bevy, just a ton of new sensors driven by new custom silicon, maybe an R1. Similar to the Apple TV, it'll be heavier, but more dependent on existing services to provide that truly immersive content and experiences. Because forget sitting on your living room sofa, you'll be in virtual movie theaters and stadiums, concert halls and workout vistas around digital conference rooms and event centers. It'll be expensive at first, like the original iPhone was, and super basic, like the original iPad. But if Apple does it right, it could be every bit as category-defining, especially as it heads into Gen 2. Even further out is autonomous technologies, truly autonomous technologies, and by extension, artificial intelligence. It's another one of the topics that Tim Cook's been positively chatty about, given Apple's usual cones within cones of silence. And again, because it's not a specific product, but a core technology. Apple's been all in on machine learning, neural networks, computer vision, natural language processing, and more. All of that stuff for years. It's rampant throughout iOS, macOS, all the OS. Apple's senior vice president of artificial intelligence, machine learning, John Gianandrea, is currently running the Titan project, now with the help of Kevin Lynch, 
who's run Apple Watch software since pretty much the beginning. And the goals seem to have shifted somewhat over the years several times from a straight-ahead till car complete with Johnny Ive and team designs and a whole new, whole next-next-style approach to operating systems, bug reporting, interfaces, even culture, to a focus on a self-driving system, to a collaboration with an existing automaker, to... We'll just have to wait and see what actually ships at this point, because it's still just such a ways out. Even though, like AR and VR projects, like LiDAR and computer vision, semantic understanding, environmental awareness, a lot of those technologies have already made their way into our iPhones and iPads. Just like on-device intelligence is everywhere already, autonomy could easily follow suit. I'm not saying Apple personal robots or HomeKit droids, but I'm not not saying that either, at least not at some point, because... Full self-driving electric vehicles sound great and even drive great in California and Arizona, but there's a long, long way to go before they work great in places like Winnipeg and Montreal, where it can hit minus 40 or minus 50, and the roads, lanes, and signs are covered in camera-confounding ice and snow. Like, you've seen the wall. But whether it's the Apple Park shuttles or actual consumer cars we can actually drive, a decked out Apple Roadster Max and eventually a less expensive Apple Hatchback SE or a fleet, an entire fleet of Apple Ubers as a service, just hail, ride and repeat. Only time, like several more long years of time will actually tell. First, there was Web1, angle bracket, marquee, blink, slash, angle bracket, under construction dot gif gif, or as you probably remember them, just raw containers for super janky ActiveX and flash sites that you beat your head against until you could somehow find the opening hours for the restaurant. And nobody, nobody but nerds cared. Then there was Web2, Ajax, CSS, OAuth, and a bunch of other acronyms and initialisms that still nobody but nerds really cared about, not until they became key parts of the core infrastructure for a whole new generation of apps and services, ones that we now use every day, like Google Maps and Twitter and Flickr, Wikipedia, Facebook, and God, what did we do? Now, Web3. Coins, blockchains, DAOs, NFTs, which I'm apparently not allowed to call nifties, kind of wanna, and they'll become part of the core infrastructure of the next generation of apps and services that we'll all use one day. The key difference between Web 2 and Web 3 seems to be that people are willing to go to war way, way more often over what Web 3 is and isn't than they ever did with Web 2, like full-on raid boss Karen in my timeline, because maybe... Just maybe we've all been stuck in various forms of physical and psychological lockdown for way too long over the last two years. Or maybe because the worst of the Silicon Valley and fintech grifters just took an interest in fetishizing and monetizing Web3 technologies in a way they never did or never could with Web2. And it's interesting as a thought experiment for Apple because they've been key players in web technologies for a long time now. Web objects drove a ton of commerce in the pre-Web2 days, and Web2 wasn't just the sweet solution Apple offered developers back in the days before the App Store. It was what a lot of WebKit interfaces were built on, are built on, both wrapped in apps and put up on the web, up to and including iCloud.com. Given Apple Pay, Apple Cash, and Apple Card, an Apple Coin could be really interesting. And Apple is uniquely positioned to offer something, maybe even mainstream there if not full-on financial services at some point as well. Maybe Apple's just waiting on more environmentally friendly technologies to make any move there or on the blockchain in general. Apple also doesn't have their own microtransaction system like the big game studios do. 
where using NFTs would let them extract a share of every artificially scarce digital good through every reseller forever, always. That could tie into an updated Apple Arcade one day for sure, especially for VR and whatever normal humans end up calling the metaverse. You know, like how the information superhighway and cyberspace just cut flattened down to going online and the internet. Even while I hope, I really hope that Apple never gets into something that potentially gambling adjacent, at least not directly. And since they've moved to Apple Music and Apple TV streaming, even if they were really interested in the idea of us reselling our digital downloads in a media swap meet, even some kind of iTunes live bootleg system, I'm not sure Hollywood and labels would be down with any form of aftermarket, although maybe they just need to see way, way more zeros attached first. And of course, of course, of course, I could simply lack the vision here. So if you have any better ideas, let me know. Or if like me, you just wanna learn way more about it, check out Everything Crypto on Brilliant because they have a full set of hands-on challenges to help you, me, anyone, get a grip on all the basics and fast. Same with physics, math, algorithms, quantum mechanics, game theory, and way, way more. So whether you wanna brush up on a few topics, learn something completely new, Brilliant's got you, including everything on algorithms, machine learning, and neural networks, so you can be part of the next generation of iPhones, web services, apps, all of it. Brilliant's even got this brand new, totally revamped logic course that helps open your mind so you can look at problems in a whole new way and then go hands-on and solve it yourself. And would that everyone arguing about Web3 on my timeline would give this course all the go. And with the holiday season in full swing and New Year on its way, you can give the gift of Brilliant to any of the more ambitious learners in your life including, and especially, yourself. And right now, because you're watching this video, the first 200 of you who click on the link in the description or go to brilliant.org slash Richie will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Clicking on that button really helps out this channel. And so it is hitting up this playlist above for everything Apple has come in our way in 2022. Just hit up this playlist and I'll see you in the next video.